Thunder's Mouth Theatre presents Am I Old Yet? Season 6, Episode 7, Wishful Thinking. Helen is beginning to realise that all she has to do is wish for something and it quite possibly happens. She's trying to control her thoughts but those wishes are so hard to avoid. I'm going to try to avoid having any ideas at all in case they manifest and disaster ensues. Oh, I think that's a bit dramatic, Mom. Oh, and you don't think almost breaking down a jumbo jet is dramatic? Well, it was terrifying, but it didn't happen. So let's not get it out of proportion. Janie, you never cease to amaze me. All right, change of subject. How's the garden? Oh, it's... (laughs) It's quite lovely. I do wish you could see it. Well, that's excellent news. Is there a garden where you are? There's a bit of a border around the house. Lots of begonias. Very pretty. Huge lawn, but no trees. Open fields further out. A broad vista, if you know what I mean. Well, it sounds very restful. Are you getting out, walking at all? Oh, yes. I cross over the field, wander into the wood, the far end. There's a dog who pops over the fence on the other side of the wood and walks with me. Well, that's nice. Company. What about people? Oh, I'm very careful. If I suspect people, I duck behind a large tree. (laughs) It's so funny. The dog wanders off and scratches around a few trees away until they've gone. And then she comes back to me and we continue our walk. I just wish there were a few trees a bit closer, you know. (sighs) Well, how close do you want them? I can see trees in the yard behind you. No, no, not close to the house. Yes, there are branches right behind the window, behind you, Mom. What, Janie, what are you on about? Oh, my Lord. But, but that's impossible. Hang on. Good grief. How did that happen? Look, I I swear they weren't there yesterday, Janie. It was just lawn out there with daisies and buttercups. Are you sure? Am I sure? What am I, chopped liver? Oh, and you've turned Jewish overnight as well. Well, no, I just love that expression. And my mother's sister married a Jewish man, so it's all in the family. Oh, I'm not sure that counts. But if it makes you happy, then trees make you happy. Maybe that's your new superpower, making yourself happy. But I didn't ask for that. Well, maybe you don't have to. Didn't ask for anything. But how can I control it if I don't even know I'm doing it? Mom, calm down. I'm not calmed up. Oh, yes, you are. I want you to listen to me. I've got something important to say to you. All right, I'm calm down. I'm calm down. Good. Good. Now, here's what I think. You don't have a mean bone in your body, so if you want something, it's never intended to be hurtful. That doesn't mean people can't be hurt by it. That tree behind the window, by the way, is now covered in blossom. Really? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, wow. How extraordinary. I'll say. Oh. What is it? Oh, I just hope it doesn't burst into fruit. There's no way I could eat it all. We don't know what kind of tree it is. Or do we? does look awfully like apple blossom. Well, there you go. I couldn't eat all those apples. No, but you can make apple jelly. That would keep for quite a long time. Apple juice? Cider. Well... Oh, don't be a spoil sport, Janie. I didn't know you drank cider. I don't, but I could always start. Or not. 
And aren't we getting a bit ahead of ourselves? Indeed we are. All right, thinking cap's on. For you and John, not me, I have to stop thinking. And i better see if there are any more trees suddenly appearing fully grown out there. Okay, I'll leave you to it. You can let me know if you've sprouted a whole orchard. Or a vineyard. Mom. Oh dear, I shouldn't have said that, should I? Well, yes, your dad got me this phone just to use in the family, or Team Helen, as he calls it. Good idea. He's quite bright, really, isn't he? <laughs> Fine way to refer to your father. But yes, he is. And I'm living in luxury here, wherever here is. Don't you know? Well, I know I'm still in England, but Oh, but I... you'd better not even guess out loud over the phone, just in case, eh, Graham? Oh, yes, I suppose so. Yes, of course. We must maintain location secrecy. Good. Imagine that the phone might be tapped. So what's this news you have for me? Oh, yes, well, I dropped by the cheese shop cafe yesterday afternoon, and Ilsa said that that Frenchman had been back very insistent, asking some of the customers if they knew where you were. And you still think this is your professor, Les Pensaires? Oh, I'm sure it's him. And, oh, and I tell you what, something interesting. Les Pensaires, that is the French version of, you'll never guess, the Greek god Hades, the lord of the underworld. Isn't that so odd? Anyway, he's definitely up to something. Otherwise, why did he pretend he had no interest in you when I asked him? Sounds like a bit of a creep for sure. What's she saying? She says Les Pensées sounds like a bit of a creep. Mm, she's an excellent judge of character, your grandmother. Can I have a word? Sure. Gran, here's Charlie. I think he has something to report. I got him to tail the bold professor to see what he could find out. What? That sounds incredibly dangerous. Susie, you shouldn't have done that. No, no it's me, Mrs. Doherty. Or Charlie. And I was very careful. I'm sure he didn't know I was following him. All right, so what happened? Well, I saw who he was talking to, and then afterwards I went back to find them, in fact, and, and said something like, Did you meet that amazing French guy? Isn't he interesting? And they'd tell me everything he said. Goodness, <laughs> very inventive. So what was he saying? He was asking if they knew you, if, if they knew where you lived, if they'd watch you blowing litter into the air and how terribly dangerous it was. Oh, Lord. And what did they say? They said they thought it was a nutter, trying to spread a conspiracy theory. They don't know who you are. Don't believe it's possible. It's a little old lady doing it. Well, anyway, they think it's a good idea, whoever's doing it. Oh, great. What do you mean? Well, it obviously doesn't occur to them that it is dangerous, and the answer would be for them to stop dropping litter. Uh, or at least to stop whoever is dropping it if it's not them personally. Uh, no, I, I don't think it does. Should, should I have said something? Oh, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Doherty. I really should have asked you in the first place. No, Charlie, no. You you did the right thing. It's not your responsibility. And anyway, it, it wouldn't have been the right time or place. No, no, don't you worry well, about that. What can we do now? We have to do something. I know. It's a mess, isn't it? Polluting the sky, putting people's lives in danger... Having to go into hiding, of all things, and, and then you running around putting yourself in danger. What was mm. I thinking? I am not a superhero. It's just lunacy. No, no, it's not, Mrs. Doherty. It's the start. The start of something good. Well, we just haven't figured out how to manage it yet. Well, I don't see the point in managing it, as you say. 
It's really quite silly as superhero talent go. Oh, God, why can't I uh, have a mind-bending ray that makes people decide to be decent citizens who don't drop litter or burn fossil fuels? Bad idea. Or, or one that makes people who run prisons decide to rehabilitate the inmates rather than brutalise them? Or, oh, yeah, okay, how about make all the poppy seeds in the world completely ineffective unless they're being used for good medical reasons? Well... How do you know you can't? Have you tried? Not lately, Charlie. These days I'm a bit wary of unintended consequences. Ah. Oh, yes, I see what you mean. Yes, it's the old adage. Be careful what you wish for. Right. So perhaps if you have a jolly good think about it, you might come up with something that could be useful without being problematic. Without having a downside, Charlie. There is mm. no such thing. Well, that's a bit depressing. Well, it doesn't have to be. Now that I think about it, it's about being prepared, having a backup plan, always looking out for side effects. You know what the, the scientists and medical people are always telling us on the radio and on the labels. Yes, if we think it through first, thoroughly, you're right. Good thinking, Charlie. Well done. What, what did I do? You got me thinking, something I haven't been able to do for days, weeks. I know what to do next. What is it? Stop thinking, for one thing. Ah. Call a meeting of Team Helen. On Zoom, if necessary. We need the family. You, of course. Dr. Nikolaev and his team. Maybe a dog trainer, ah. if we can find mm. one. Oh. oh, yes, because the dogs are still doing their bit, aren't they? Indeed they are. Okay, Charlie, great talking to you. No more stakeouts. No more tracking down mysterious French professors or... Any other such dangerous activities? Okay. Now, you bring a notebook. I don't. Can you put Susie back on? Sure, of course. Susan, here. Yes, Gran? What's up? Now, here's what I want you to do. That was Episode 7, Wishful Thinking. Christopher McDougall appeared as Charlie, while Helen, Janie and Susie were played by me, Floyd Kennedy. The music performed throughout is composed and performed by John T. La Barbera from his album In the Labyrinth, available on Bandcamp. It would be so helpful if you would rate and review this when you have a moment. And if you'd like to support the production costs, I've set up a wishlist campaign at buymeacoffee.com slash amioldyet. Huge thanks to those lovely, generous, regular subscribers at patreon.com slash am I old yet? Thanks for listening. Stay safe.